Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Beautiful mamas, I looked at this week's podcast lineup and realized I couldn't send you a podcast just about another week of matrescence. Our whole world is having a conversation that we've never had before. Coronavirus has turned everything upside down, and I know that so many of you are really in a place of worrying about your family, your parents, your work what this all means, even bigger pictures like our economy and how we're going to recover from these types of things. As mamas and women, so much of this falls on our shoulders. We have school changes and daycare changes to contend with. We're worried about our parents and whether they've got enough to get through and whether they're staying inside and how to protect them. I know how much you're going through right now. And so I very quickly, at the start of this week, reached out to a woman who I know specializes in supporting women to be space holders. Helen Butler-Joy is a sanctuary creator and elemental space healer. What that means is she specializes in supporting women just like you and me in creating sanctuaries in our home, in our bodies, and in our life. And considering that so many of us are spending more and more time at home right now, I knew she was the right person to reach out to. So very quickly, we jumped online and recorded this podcast for you. If you're listening to this on the day that it is released, tonight at 8 o'clock Australian Eastern Daylight Saving Time, I'm going to be holding a live call called Returning Home. I want to gather us together. I want to create a space where we can talk as women and mamas about how we're best going to rise through this. I want to share with you the key tools I'm using to remember that I've got this. I am a space holder. I can be the calm, resilient, graceful and determined woman I need to be for my family and my community right now. The link to join this free call is at amytaylorkabaz.com forward slash returning dash home. If you're listening to this after Wednesday, please go to that page again and there will be more resources there for you to join. But for now, here's Helen, and may this conversation inspire you to remember 
that we've got this. It's all going to be okay. This is the Happy Mama Movement, a weekly podcast dedicated to changing the conversation about what it means to be a mother and a woman in this day and age. I'm Amy Taylor Cabaz, author, mama, and former journalist. After spending 15 years chasing news and burning myself out trying to be superwoman, I realised that I was chasing a dream that no longer served me and since then have dedicated myself to understanding the transition that we go through as women when our whole identity shifts with motherhood. Every week I will bring you the very best insights and inspiration I can find to help us all change the way we feel about this time in our lives and create a movement that allows us to honour motherhood differently. Helen, thank you so much for very quickly saying yes to being on my podcast this week. I woke up this morning and thought, no, I need to do something different because mamas really need to hear how to support themselves with what's going on in the world. So thank you for saying yes so quickly to me. Oh, you're welcome, Amy. It's an absolute honour to be here and just having this conversation with you, hopefully connecting with and inspiring, supporting other mums to get through these times. Yes. So you first came to mind because I was thinking and connecting with all of these amazing mamas in my community this morning and just that reality of trying to plan ahead of what if they're at home from school, what if um, I have to work from home, how do I keep this sense of calm within my house, how do I create a sanctuary here and of course that is what you do and why I thought of you but this is so much more it's not just within our home this is also our nervous systems that are stretched and our minds that are racing some of us have never had to deal with anything like this before and so let's start with that let's start with we have many 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 mamas right now facing such an uncertain time what do we most need Mm. The simple answer, Amy, is that we need to come back to our own home, which literally is our body. So it's really easy when we talk about the concept of sanctuary to look external to us. But in these times, I really would like to invite all of the beautiful mamas out there to come back to their own body because their body is what houses their soul and as you said houses their nervous system houses who they are at their core and if we get into this frazzled space this frazzled state where our body 
you know, is finding it hard to cope in these times. All of us have been out, for example, to the shops and seen some of the behaviours out there. Mm-hmm. Let's not externalise that. Let's come back to ourselves and say, how is it that I want to be able to show up in the world for myself at this time? And I'm not excluding our children or our partners or our families and communities. What I mean by that is if I, as Helen, can be as centred as I possibly can in my body, I won't be in this fight or flight space. I will be in more of a rest and relaxation space and therefore centred, grounded, coming from a relaxed and calm space. And if we can come from that space for ourselves, then we can come from that space for other people and we can also recognise in other people when things are going a little bit askew for them and perhaps we can say, give some advice on how that person can come back to their own centre, their own core. Because if we're not there, if we're taking on these external energies of fear or worry or concern, we then lose ourselves in the mix. And really what I want to be able to do when we get through all of this whole process, and that could be in a month or six months or a year, what I want to actually be able to do is look back on myself and say, Helen, I was really proud of how you showed up during that time. So I'm really aware of future Helen, (laughs) kind of Mm. having a conversation with current Helen, saying, how do you want to be? This is actually a choice that you have. Um, Come back to centre in whatever way that looks like. And we will get to some practical strategies a bit later around that too. I love this so much. I've actually organised a an online group call uh, for Wednesday night, which when this podcast comes out will be Wednesday. So Wednesday night called Returning Home. Before I even spoke to you, that's what I knew I wanted to call it because I know we're all going within our homes during this time. But I also think that there is a very important reminder for women right now that I really would love to hear your thoughts on as well that this is what we do. We are the space holders. We can come back within ourselves and find a sense of calm and nurture and nourishment within ourselves so we can create this home, this sanctuary, this space for everyone else. This is actually our superpower if we just calm ourselves and know we've got this. Totally, 100%. I love how you said that, Amy. I think the challenge for the modern woman, if you want to put it that way, is that we have externalised for so long. You know, we've had, we feel like we've had to show up and be a certain way. And I think that given the times that we're in now, this actually is giving us permission to come back to who we are. And if we don't know who that is, to actually go and find her or a little bit moving closer to trying to find her. Oh, yes. It's so important. We, oh, my gosh, we could probably talk about this for hours, Amy, but. um... (laughs) And we could. (laughs) But this is, you know, and I don't want to get all um, 
<laughs> too reflective, but I feel like it's going to return us to the lost art of holding space and making do with what you have and simplifying and caring for your local community, checking in with your neighbours, making all of those things that, you know what, in the rush of busyness for the last few decades, we have just lost more and more and more contact with. I saw on Instagram over the weekend that someone suggested that this is a global nervous system reset. And I thought, oh, I like that idea even though none of us are feeling very calm right now. But I wonder whether in the long term, this isn't all of us coming back to the basics. What are we here for? How are we caring for ourselves? How are we caring for each other? What do we really need at the end of the day to be okay? All of those things. Yeah, and what an amazing opportunity, right? Mm -hmm. Um, To be able to look at our lives in such a way where we can say, this actually doesn't serve me anymore this thing or, you know, this behaviour or activity, this doesn't serve me. So now I can actually drop that. And if we do end up in isolation with our families in our homes, it actually, I really see this as a really strong invitation Mm -hmm. to say, what is it that I want personally? What is it that would be amazing for my family? What would bring us closer? How can we talk to the elderly neighbour down the back and get some food to her? Mm -hmm. Um, How can I reach out and continue um, a community connection? And that's the beautiful thing about these online platforms now that we certainly didn't even have 10 or 15 years ago, right? Mm. So we have a way of reaching out to a community. The thing is we need a community who's going to support us to be where we want to be during these times. And, yes, but like you said at the beginning of the call, we can't be reaching out and checking on everybody if we're not okay first. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what we have to prioritise first. We do have to prioritise that first, but I actually think it's really been an interesting question for women over the years. If you don't know what your needs are when times are smooth and easy, it's an interesting discussion, interesting shift towards what do my needs look like now. Um, And this might actually even be a forced um, resetting of Mm -hmm. what your needs are, which in reality I think is actually a good thing. Yes. So your work really centres around sanctuary, honouring that uh, we are space makers, we are memory makers, we are energy makers. We are, if we um, acknowledge it, we are the centre of this type of intentional living um, in our best form. So when we are all in a place of coming back to ourselves, coming back to home, how do we create a sanctuary within ourselves within our home how do we be that proud woman that we will be proud of in years to come yeah let's break this down to make it a bit practical yes Um, because we can create sanctuary in our home our bodies and our lives so let's just put lives to the side for a second (laughs) um, and focus on our home and our body so within both of those we can create sanctuary on a practical level on an emotional level and on a spiritual level. So you wouldn't necessarily jump in and say, I'm going to create sanctuary in my home and my body in all of those areas at one time. Mm. You pick one aspect of those and you would work towards that. I'm going to invite people not to 
focus solely on decluttering and organising and doing that practical physical work because I think that's going to make us perhaps physically weary and won't give us the emotional or spiritual energy we need to do what we're talking about here, which is come back to centre, come back to ourselves. So let's just set that aside for a moment. So if we want to look at in our body from an emotional or spiritual perspective, super simple, let's just take a really deep breath, really deep breath. (laughs) It's such a beautiful experience. But when we're in this nervous system fight or flight space, we don't tend to even focus on our breathing. So even if you need to set your alarm for every hour to just remind you to take three deep breaths, I'm constantly doing doing that during the day. Um, And even if you have other breathing practices, start to do those because by doing that, that will help your emotional and your spiritual body, but it will also help you in your home on an emotional and spiritual level. So the great thing is we've coming to get, the great thing is we're starting to get some overlap there. Mm. I invite people to really pause to actually say what is really important to me right now. So not from that place of panic or fear, lack or worry more from that love support compassion connection space what is it you actually really need right now and if you can do that do that if you can't just put it on the back burner for a little while but don't ignore it because if you start to ignore what it is you need right now then you know that can have domino effects particularly on your body later down the track I'd also like to invite people to think about where are they feeling this fear, this worry or concern in their body. So I was actually connecting in with this yesterday myself and I started to feel it kind of in my heart space and my solar plexus space because I was actually talking about the virus and I was talking with people about, you know, issues around it and my body really started to react So start to listen to your body, start to feel into where those aches and pains or tightnesses or energetic blockages are and start to really care for them. So what does that look like for me? For me, that looks like I might smudge my body. I might put my hands on my body and, you know, do some self-healing. I might have an Epsom salts bath. I might sit on the grass or take the dog for a walk. So there's lots of ways I can shift the energy in my body so that, you know, I'm starting to bring myself back into that centre as well. It's so beautiful for us to really learn how to connect with that emotion in our body, isn't it? Because in my work with matrescence and with mamas and my research over the years, there is something that women tend to do and that is called self-silence. We really push these things down within us. We think that we need to put on a brave face. We think we need to behave a certain way. We don't want people to judge our emotions or our sensitivities or think that we're weak or vulnerable or anything. So we self-silence. But what happens when we do that is that we create these emotional blocks in our body that make us sick and, you know, emotionally unwell. And this is what we really need to be aware of as women, isn't it? Absolutely. And so if you take that, Amy, as a, you know, everything's going well in the world and I'm, you know, doing that, 
it's one thing when everything's not going okay in the world and I'm doing that it's another kettle of fish altogether Mm. so that's why I was saying before this I think is a real invitation for mamas to come back and say what is my truth what is it that I need and want and right now right now and be okay to speak that I think just to share um this for myself over the weekend I was really feeling the heaviness of everything I also have a very anxious daughter who I had already been holding space for her for the last two weeks in a very intense way so now the tsunami has rolled over me with all of this extra stuff and and last night Sunday night it really got to the point where it just bubbled out to my husband the tears the worry I don't know how I'm going to do this I don't know what this is going to mean for my business I don't know all of this and it just felt like it was this volcano coming out of finally letting all the worry of the last two weeks come out and I just let it all go and got into bed and thought, oh, well, I'll just, I don't know what's going to happen. And when I woke up this morning, I was filled with clarity. I knew what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to interview you. I knew I wanted to create a space for mamas to get through these times. That never would have come, Helen, unless I had had that meltdown slash breakthrough last night. And this is what we need to do. If you don't, can't do it to your partner, do it to your sister, do it to your friend, do it to your mother's group. But women need to release this to then get the clarity for the answers. Absolutely. And if you'd gone to bed without having had that release, mm-hmm. you probably would have woken up this morning feeling like you had a hangover and that totally nothing would flow for you. So what an honour for your husband to be there <laughs> then to wake up this morning and have that clarity. I'm not, sh- I'm not sure he sees it as an honour, <laughs> but yes, let's, let's call it that. Let's call it that. <laughs> but, but I think part of this is, I mean, what we're saying really is we have to tread gently with ourselves. At yes. The and be honest. It's hard. This is a tough time. We've already had bushfires this year and now we're here again with another really confronting global situation. You know, we're allowed to be knocked around by this a little bit, but when we're honest about that, we can gather ourselves together and be who we want to be in this situation. So powerful. Thank you. You're welcome. So is that it for our emotional support? Not that it's that it but was that the uh, the key message you wanted to share with us around how we can create this for ourselves with our emotions I think there's one other thing I'd really like to touch on and that's this concept of what sits beneath Mm -hmm. so you know I mean I might be going out to the shops and see certain behavior or I might see something happening with my child at home um, or my partner through their work and their behavior is presenting as let's say unusual um, or perhaps they're a bit more worried or their um, their temper is a little bit more short, whatever it is presenting as, you're just looking at it and you're going, this isn't quite right. There's something not quite right. So what actually sits beneath that? So if someone comes up to me and they're snappy and they're angry and they're upset and people have taken all the stuff off the grocery shelves that they want or whatever, What actually sits beneath that is fear, it's worry, it's concern for themselves and their own families, Um, perhaps it's a lack of connection with community. There's all sorts of reasons that sit below or sit beneath. So if we can actually look at what sits beneath, if we are now 
stable within ourselves, within our body and our energetic container, we can then see that person from that level. We're not seeing them from, you know, that how they're initially presenting. And then from that space, I can only give love. I can only give connection. I can only give support if, and again, we're coming back to it, if I'm centred in myself. Exactly. I love that because when we do have that compassion for our own emotions, it really does translate into compassion for others' emotions too. Yes, and what a better world, hey? (laughs) That's right. That's what we need. Amazing, amazing. So then the third pillar of really creating sanctuary, you said, was spiritual focus. So this is me in my happy place. Share with us what we need to be doing in this area. (laughs) Goodness. Where do we start? (laughs) Um, I think, as I said already, it's really important for us to make a decision on how we energetically want to show up in these times Mm -hmm. and therefore how proud of our future selves will be of us because of our behaviour and how we've shown up. Mm -hmm. So everybody has different spiritual practices and most people that I've come across have very irregular spiritual practices so you know yes they meditate but only every now and again Mm -hmm. Um, you know yes they journal but every now and again so it's very irregular so through these times I would really love to encourage people whatever their spiritual practices are to do those regularly and when I talk about this concept of sanctuary people say oh well you know I need to go get an hour massage or I need to you know, go to the hairdressers for two hours. And and there's like these massive blocks of time that they feel they need to focus on sanctuary. But the reality is if I have a cup of tea in the morning and I, you know, stand on the grass or watch the sunrise or whatever, that's a moment of sanctuary. If I'm hugging my partner or my child, that's a moment of sanctuary. If I'm gifting myself lunch out in the sun, that's a moment of sanctuary. And I would encourage and suggest that by putting all these things together is your connection with your spiritual side. So if I take all of those things that I personally do, yes, I meditate morning and night and have other energetic practices to keep my body energetically clear, but I also do all these sanctuary elements and bring all that together, you've got this beautiful homemade recipe of your own spiritual sanctuary journey that's beautiful I love the way you've described that and I just picture in my mind this mama who may have a toddler and a baby and suddenly they're really feeling like they need to be housebound Uh, perhaps they're not comfortable visiting grandparents right now because they're worried that they will bring any infection in. She finds it a challenge to be at home with these children as it is anyway and her trips to mother's group and play groups and those play centres, that's how she really keeps her sanity. And she's now feeling so housebound if we could just talk to her and say that there needs to be these practices in place to look after you on that deeper spiritual level as well. I think that's, gosh, if you and I could help her today, our job is done, I feel, Helen. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. And the, the trick 
for that lady, because let's face it, she's busy. She's probably sleep deprived. Mm-hmm. Um, she may be feeding her bubba mm-hmm. while, you know, her toddler's playing at her feet as well. So this lady doesn't have a lot of time on her hands. So for her, it's saying, where are these pockets of time? And actually, whilst in the pocket of time, acknowledging, oh, this is a sanctuary moment. So an example of that might be the toddler is asleep while the baby is feeding and mum is saying, listening to this podcast. There is a moment of sanctuary there and then. While you're in it, recognise it because that to me then nearly puts a stamp on your timeline, stamp on your energy system that says, oh, I've recognised that. Being open, being aware of these things that are going on in your day and you might actually be surprised what's going on. Oh, but that would be such a beautiful nervous system healing moment and it brings you completely into the present because what we know happens when you're in a state of panic and worry is that you're projecting, you're going into the future. What if this happens? How am I going to cope? How is this going to be tomorrow? What is it going to be like next month? Whereas if you can recognise that sanctuary moment You've just stopped that monkey mind and you've brought yourself fully into this moment and that's what our nervous systems need right now. Absolutely. And those simple practices of breathing and pausing and recognising those moments will really help calm that nervous system and particularly if your listener um, identifies as an empath or a highly sensitive person, it's actually our job to nurture ourselves in a way to help reduce the impact that our nervous system can you know run amok (laughs) for us in our body that's right Helen I heard um the phenomenal author Elizabeth Gilbert speak when she was in Australia just last week thank goodness it was last week I think it would have been cancelled if it was this week and she talked about what she hopes will be our next revolution and it's the revolution of the relaxed woman (laughs) It was so beautiful and powerful. And one of the things that she talked about us needing to truly be relaxed within ourselves is mysticism because she didn't want it to be scary if she talked anything religious or spiritual or, you know, source or anything, God, anything like that. But she termed it as mysticism. And what this really is is just this sense of underlying trust, that it's going to be okay. And I feel like that's what we're talking about with this spiritual element as well, that really as we're trying to hold the space for our partner who's now going to be at home with us for the next two weeks, which mine is going to be, and that was a moment for my nervous system. Mm-hmm. Our kids, we're not sure if they're going to be at school, we're worried about our parents, we're worried about our community, all of that. If I can come back to a place within me that says, going to be okay and there's a reason for this and I'm going to be proud of how I handle this then that is what we need to have that sense of sanctuary and be that container of calm. Absolutely I was blessed to hear Elizabeth speak to Amy when she was in Brisbane and I mean what you said was just such a beautiful explanation prior to mysticism do you remember she'd also said priorities and boundaries I did I did (laughs) they were her three things and you know when we think about it that's really what we're talking about today Mm -hmm. what are our priorities at this time what boundaries are we going to set and what's that mystical spiritual sanctuary connection that's going to help us get through it 
Mm, I love that. And it's different for everyone, but we really do need that element of belief in ourselves and something bigger, I think. We really do. Amazing. Helen, I know that this is what you do for a living. You help women find sanctuary in their practical, in their emotions and in their spirituality. So I am deeply grateful that you were able to quickly um, jump on this call for me so I could share it with our beautiful mama community so quickly. And I will put all of the resources into the show notes for mamas so they can get some more support to... uh, really become that container of calm and remember and Helen I'll maybe ask you this is the last question and just remember as I said at the beginning that we as women we have this innate ability within us to be the calm center in moments like this and if we could just remember that and switch out of that panic mode and back into that sense within ourselves we're going to be okay we will be okay and we need to trust that we can do that as well yeah that's really important and beautifully said amy thank you no thank you i'm so grateful for um, your amazing insights thanks helen you're welcome i'm so grateful that helen was able to jump on a call so quickly and do this podcast with me and i really do hope that this has landed in your ears as a moment of sanctuary Just as Helen said, I know so many of us are trying to juggle so much right now. And what we really need is a space where we can feel empowered and calm, resilient and vulnerable, strong and supportive. And that's what I want to do with returning home. Please go to amytaylorkabaz.com forward slash returning dash home to find out the details of what we are doing as a beautiful online mama community around the world to support each other as we return home. Satnam, everybody. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.